Y'all ready for this? They've been more ready for anything in my life. Oh no, they were ready for that. This episode is sponsored by Frontend Masters. They have a terrific lineup of live courses you can attend either online or in person. They also have a terrific backlog of courses you can watch, including JavaScript The Good Parts, Build Web Applications with Node.js, AngularJS In-Depth, and Advanced JavaScript. You can go check them out at frontendmasters.com. This episode is sponsored by Hired.com. Every week on Hired, they run an auction where over a 1,000 tech companies in San Francisco, New York, and L.A., Bid on JavaScript developers, providing them with salary and equity up front. The average JavaScript developer gets an average of 5 to 15 introductory offers and an average salary of $130,000 a year. Users can either accept an offer and go right into interviewing with the company or deny them without any continuing obligations. It's totally free for users, and when you're hired, they give you a $2,000 bonus as a thank you for using them. But if you use the JavaScript Jammer link, you'll get a $4,000 bonus instead. Finally, if you're not looking for a job but know someone who is, you can refer them to Hired and get a $1,337 bonus if they accept the job. Go sign up at Hired.com slash JavaScriptJabber. This episode is sponsored by DigitalOcean. DigitalOcean is the provider I use to host all of my creations. All the shows are hosted there, along with any other projects I come up with. Their user interface is simple and easy to use, their support is excellent, and their VPSs are backed on solid-state drives and are fast and responsive. Check them out at DigitalOcean.com. If you use the code JavaScriptJabber, you'll get a $10 credit. Let's face it, bookkeeping is hard, and it's not really what you're good at anyway. Bench.co is the online bookkeeping service that pairs you with a team of dedicated bookkeepers who use simple, elegant software to do your bookkeeping for you. Check it out and get your free trial today at Bench.co. They help you focus on what matters most, and that's why they're there. Once again, that's Bench.co. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 200 of the JavaScript Jabber Show. This week on our panel, we have Joe Eames. That's me. Amy Knight. Hello. AJ O'Neill. Yo, 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 coming at you live from Sunny Pleasant Grove. Jameson Dance. Hello. I'm Charles Maxwood from devchat.tv. We also have uh, Blast from the Past, Merrick Christensen. Hey, guys. So it's been a while, Merrick. You want. Oh, did I forget Dave? I thought I said Dave. Oh, no. <laughs> Dave who? Oh, it's okay. Messed up. Just go on without me. It's not like my last name is Christensen or something, or first name there. <laughs> I have this big long list of names to read. I thought I got them all. So, Merrick, what have you been up to since uh, we last heard from you? Man, just on the same pursuit as everybody else, just trying to master this craft. Nothing new in particular, but still working in the same place. So you're in Pleasant Grove as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, American Fork, but same thing. I can never tell over there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Does anyone call American Fork Ampho? <laughs> I've never heard that before, but I'm going to start today. We are like the California way to say it right now. Isn't Ampho like some kind of uh, napalm or something? Yeah, it's basically a bomb, an explosive, just like American Fork explodes on the tech scene. Ampho. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Awesome. Cool. Well, 200 episodes, it's been kind of an interesting ride. I'm wondering, does anyone have any instances or episodes that stand out to them as, as favorites? This one. This I one. was going to say this one, too. What <laughs> 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 a bunch of smart Alex. That's all we got is wisecracks. I'm a dumb Alec, and I make dumb cracks. 
Dumb cracks. <laughs> nice. I really liked when we had Brendan Ike on the show. That was one of my favorite episodes for sure. I liked uh, Substack and uh, who's the other guy? Tom Dale. Yeah, that one was a good one for me. I'm actually really disappointed that in 200 episodes, I think I've been on about 160 of them or something like that. But in all that time, we haven't had anybody like rage quit. <laughs> but we, we did come close with uh, Scott Hanselman. <laughs> you mean in the middle of the interview? Yeah, in the middle of the interview. Yeah, I don't can think try, I was on that one. What, we didn't actually, happened? we didn't really get close it, it was, uh, to him rage quitting. He just, yeah. well, he thought I was trying to say something that I really wasn't trying to say. And so he was kind of blunt, like, like I feel like you're trying to get me to say something specific. And I, I felt very, very embarrassed and chagrined because Scott Hanselman is... I have a Microsoft background. He's a Microsoft guy. So he was definitely one of those people that I've known of and res- highly respect. So I had, I apologized to him afterwards on, you know, in private and hoped it didn't sound, come off sounding too bad. But that for me was, I don't know if that's a highlight. That's a low light for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to Dave Herman about um, the book Effective JS. I don't know if you guys remember that. That was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. Dude, Dave Herman is so amazing. Yeah, we've had him on a couple of times, so, and he's, he just kind of blows my mind every time. Because didn't we have him on talking about ASTs and parsing or something? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Every time we have him on talking about stuff that makes me feel so stupid. Like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm making dumb cracks. <laughs> Welcome to my world. I think that would make him feel sad to hear. It shouldn't make you feel dumb to talk to smart people. It should make you feel like you're getting smarter. Yeah. Oh, we also had him on to talk about Rust. I was going to say, that was one of my more favorite episodes. Was Rust? Uh, as far as the ones that I've been able to be a panelist on, yeah. I still remember Dave Smith's analogy about memory from that episode when he was talking about memory as just a giant array. Like the physical <laughs> memory on your machine. I thought that was oh. a really cool way to explain it. Way to go, Dave Smith. Mm. I guess that was I my get... favorite episode, too, when I made that comment. <laughs> that was just the highlight of the whole <laughs> experience for you. It's the pinnacle of my career. <laughs> that time that I said something smart, that was awesome. <laughs> I actually was thinking my favorite episode was when we had Mike Tyson on, but he bit off part of Jameson's ear, so we did never put it on the air. <laughs> that one was a good one. Okay, has anybody watched the show Community? No. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it's hilarious them. sitcom. They have an episode of you know every sitcom always does the flashback episode. So they had their flashback episode, and it was full of flashbacks that actually never happened, <laughs> which was awesome. That would be awesome. I hate those flashback episodes. It's like, I've yeah. already seen the season. Come on. Hey, I yeah. think we need to do some more flashback episodes on this show. <laughs> Save us some time. Dream sound effects. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> so I was also a big fan of the V8 episode when they talked about the internals and nitty gritty details. That was really good. Hmm. Yeah, that was really interesting. Didn't we also have those same guys on to talk about Dart? I believe that we did. So was it the Rust or the Elm episode where the author of the language said, if there's ever a runtime error, it's a bug in the language or the compiler? I was Elm. Sounds like an Elm thing. I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah. Anytime someone comes on the show and says, when your code sucks, it's my fault, I'm just all over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that uh, we've done Elm episodes on Ruby Rogues and JavaScript Jabber. 
and they've both been in the top 20 popular episodes and it just mm. blows people's minds it's like whoa that's why awesome. why did elm come on the ruby show because we had talked about it at one point <laughs> i just wondered if maybe it compiled to ruby or something no why did t- rust come on the javascript show yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Just just to make it. Because it was made by Mozilla. <laughs> Fair point. Hey, we just had Aurelia on the Adventures in Angular show. Oh, is that cool? Oh, yeah. Rob's a smart guy, man. He does yep. so much stuff. That's Rob Eisenberg. Rob Eisenberg. He's like the framework guy. He's done, done every... I think he wrote every framework that actually ever existed. In fact, yeah. Whatever if it wasn't for to him, Randall. he got bored of it, I guess. So he's causing framework fatigue single-handedly? Yeah, he's single-handedly <laughs> causing framework fatigue. If it wasn't for him, there would only be knockout. That's all there would be. <laughs> so I have a a deep question. Maybe it's not deep. I have a question for y'all. How do you think your ideas about JavaScript has cha- have changed since you started uh, on this show? Well, I, I can answer that with a funny, a slightly funny story. Have you ever seen that Stack Overflow question that says, how do I, I have two numbers and I want to add them with jQuery. How do I do that? <laughs> yes. yes. It's, a, it's one of the best Stack Overflows oh, of all time. We need to do uh, that. And this is how I felt about JavaScript when I started, which was always use it at arm's length and only use a framework or a library that abstracts the language from you because it's unreliable on the different browsers, platforms where you want to run it. My mentality has gone from that to completely discarding any framework or library that abstracts the language and embracing the core language and then only using frameworks and tools that encourage me to embrace the core. So I've had a complete 180 on that. So if you're embracing the language, I know AJ wants to ask them, why why are you using ES6? (laughs) (laughs) What, the telepathy? (laughs) The sixth sense is real. Oh, is that what the six means in ES6? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. I have a sick sense. Oh, Got it. oh, oh that's a, oh, he is sick. He is sick. Oh, <laughs> he is sick. We've all been pronouncing it wrong. Uh, I just looked at when the first episode was. It was January 20th, 2012. And I think how my attitudes have changed is I had no idea what I was talking about back then. And I have a, a small idea of some things that I'm talking about now. Oh, so you've like gone. I was a giant un- you've gone from unknown unknowns to known unknowns. Yeah, I think <laughs> that basically describes my my journey. In a lot of ways, that that really describes where I was too. You all were way ahead of me when we started the show. I mean, I would I just kind of dabbled because I was doing web development and started the show because Jameson uh, asked me a bunch of questions and I said, "Why don't we just do this?" Or it went something like that. Maybe he said, yeah. "Why don't we just do this?" Anyway, it was one of those. But yeah, I mean. For me, it was like, yeah, it's a jQuery, and then occasionally I'll copy and paste something off the internet and make my page do what I want. And it's come a long way since then to really having it shape the way that I do a lot of my web development. We had Yehuda Katz on as a as a panelist in the very first episodes, and he is so smart and so mm-hmm. articulate and so knowledgeable that I think he kind of got fed up that we couldn't really keep up with him. <laughs> I mean, he didn't, in a, in a nice way, he didn't like yell at us or anything, but... You uh, call this a JavaScript show? Yeah, I, that's, that's what I feel like <laughs> internal monologue was like. Uh, Are you sure this isn't Ruby Rogues? <laughs> you can't quote the spec chapter and verse and like, I don't know. But I feel like he really helped me realize how much more there was to learn 
in programming in general and then in JavaScript specifically. So that was really cool for me to have him on early on. So as long as we're talking about our own ignorance, back in 2012, I did not, I did not know what a prototype was. Prototypes are the monads of JavaScript. Like everyone <laughs> writes a confused blog post explaining what they are and, and people love to talk about them. You guys four years ago are describing uh, how I feel a little bit this past year and still. <laughs> I'm kind of curious, Amy, uh, since I think you're the newest person to join the show. How was being on the show different from what you expected? Well, I will say kind of like most things in my life, I uh, typically think I do a horrible job and then I'm told otherwise. So I actually, after I first did my episode, I think I came home and told my husband like, oh my gosh, I was such a blabbling babbling idiot on the show and I'm so embarrassed and and anyways but apparently everyone really liked me so we still do (laughs) and we already have a babbling idiot (laughs) it's not you (laughs) (laughs) we're we're full up on babbling idiots uh I don't and for me I guess like doing the show the past year I think you know in some ways Maybe at times people would kind of tell me like, you know, why are you reading about this stuff? Because I like to kind of prepare for the episodes as much as possible. They're like, you know, that's silly. That's just like the new fad thing. But in a lot of ways, I think like being able to dig into everything just a little bit, like obviously, you know, I don't have a ton of time, but like seeing it at surface value has given me a really, really, really broad, you know, view of everything going on right now that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. And, like, it's just been, man, like, so immensely valuable being on here with everyone. And, like, I learned so much. <laughs> well, I, I really enjoyed that. your perspective, Amy. I've, the stuff that you brought to the show has been really informative for me, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Thank you. It's awesome. I agree with the learning so much thing. I feel like it's really nice to have something that forces me to, to hear about cool new stuff coming up. And it's it's easy to look around and see how everyone seems like they they know more than you because there's something they know that you don't, but it's kind of like a non-overlapping. Everyone knows different subsets of stuff, but it's cool to know a little bit about everything. And I feel like the show kind of helps me with that. Yeah. I think like the attitude we all have too, like none of us look down on each other for not knowing something. And I love how all the panelists really try to make topics very approachable. Like if we were using words that we think like, you know, newer programmers might not be familiar with. I love that we kind of get Trying to get an equal playing ground for everyone. I think it's not just newer programmers, though. I mean, it it could be programmers that are experienced, just not in that field, too. So I I agree that I I would like this show to be friendly for beginners, but I think it's also easier for everyone to digest if you don't assume that people um, know everything you're talking about already, because no one no one will know everything that you're talking about. So I have another show highlight, which I think I've mentioned before. Which actually didn't happen on the show. Okay. I went to New York to a conference and I saw a guy wearing a JavaScript, a JavaScript Jabber t shirt. <laughs> right. And so I kind of like sidled up to him and said, Hey, how's it going? And he says, Oh, I'm doing really good. And I said, I saw your t shirt. That's an excellent show. And he says, Yeah. You know, this is like a year ago. So I'd been on, <laughs> I was just looking. I was on episode nine as a guest and I was like on episode like 20. As a regular panelist, seventeen as a regular panelist is when I started. So we're just I'm like chatting with him and I said, Yeah, it's a great show. And he says, Oh yeah, totally. Those guys are really smart. And I said, Oh, they definitely are. And he says, he says, Do you know Jameson? And I said, I said, I do know Jameson. Like he's he's such a smart guy. He says, Yeah, those guys are so smart. And I, he, says, he said something about have you ever talked with them before? And I said, I've talked with them a couple of times. <laughs> 
And then at some point, he finally figured out that I was the other voice, one of the other voices on there. <laughs> you think you would have show. noticed because your face was on the front of the T-shirt, just one big Joe hair. That's right. <laughs> you would have realized who he was talking to. Yeah, we sold those shirts and we didn't tell you. Uh, Yo. Joe comes collect- up to some poor guy on the internet and he's like, um, sign, let me sign your shirt for you really quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have done. I got up, should have gone over there with a marker, just signed your shirt without a mask. <laughs> let me, let me sign that for you. I'm a oh, value gosh. creator. This is what yeah. I do. I just created value right there. <laughs> so as another aside here, another uh, of my favorite experiences again happened off the show and that was, the very first episode that I was going to be a panelist on, not the guest, but an, but a panelist. Chuck had invited me to come and you know be a panelist, and so I remember I worked downtown, and I couldn't record. You know, there's no place to go and be part of the show, so I knew I had to drive home, which is like a thirty minute drive, and that was fine. You know, I could take a two hour lunch, no big deal. Well, somehow time had gotten away from me and I looked and it was going to start in like 10 minutes and I had a 30 minute drive and I was freaked out like, oh my gosh, Chuck's going to think I'm in the biggest flake and loser. I texted, tried to call or send an email and I'm on the freeway doing like 85 or something trying to get back in time. And I got there and then it turned out like I had looked at the wrong time zone or something and it wasn't even going on then. It was going to go on in like another hour. (laughs) <laughs> and I was so freaked out. And then being on a panelist, I as a panelist, I realized Chuck doesn't even care if I show up because he's he can just talk and talk and talk the entire time. I remember, <laughs> I remember when uh, Dave called in, you could hear his turn signal. I think it was Dave. That was <laughs> yeah, funny. that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember AJ. The Salt Lake Police Department about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember AJ calling a few times from his car, at least once from the airport. Didn't AJ call with a robot or something at one point? Or like the shower was going, if I remember that. <laughs> no, no, it was the, I think it was the garage door was opening and closing. That's a lot less interesting, AJ. Yeah, maybe it was the shower. <laughs> there you go. Sure it was the shower yeah, at one point. Go with the maybe shower. I did call from the shower. I was in the shower on my computer. Hello, this is AJ on my shower phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, there was like running water in the background if i remember wasn't uh, so, didn't somebody keep calling in from their car though was it frosty or no we we one time had such a bad connection with aj calling in from his car that we're like yeah bro like we can't even understand you like sorry <laughs> you know i i called in from the mcdonald's once or twice did you really <laughs> yeah yeah i did so I, because I, it was one of the call times or the car times, and I, I went to the McDonald's instead. You actually, I, I actually did re- uh, record from my car quite a few times, five or ten yeah, times. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's yep. right. Yep. Okay. I, there was no place at work, so I went out in the parking lot, stole on the company Wi-Fi <laughs> in my car, and what really sucked is it was right next to the airport, or sorry, not the airport, the uh, interstate. And so it was really loud. If the, you had to have the doors closed, and I couldn't turn on the car because that would also put a bunch of background noise. So I would tur- unmute myself, talk for a minute, mute myself, then crack open my door to let some air in because it was getting really <laughs> hot <laughs> and let the cool air come in. You know, it was like, I don't know, it was like 70 degrees outside or something like that. Hot enough that if you're just sitting in your car in the sun, it's baking and like you're 90, it's 90 degrees. And so I'm literally sweating in there. <laughs> talking and then I have to stop talking you myself (laughs) open up the door stick my head out and breathe and (sighs) (laughs) 
I got to let our listeners in after 200 episodes. Like, you guys need to know. We have a really high standard for quality when it comes to production quality. Like, <laughs> well, it's really serious. Well, that's what's funny is you have on one hand, you have like Amy and Jameson who are preparing for the lessons and studying. And then you mm-hmm. have Joe sweating it out in his car, <laughs> yeah. calling in. <laughs> that's like a metaphor for Joe's life. <laughs> I'm sweating it out in my car. That should be the title of my autobiography. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> So I'm curious, I know that several of you have uh, changed work uh, situations over the last year or so. And so I'm kind of curious, uh, you know, how many of you are still at the same job you were in and how many of you aren't? And did the podcast get you fired? Or hired? <laughs> or hired. I would definitely say the podcast got me, helped get me hired when I went to Domo. I think that was a big selling point for them, that I was a guy on a podcast. But I changed jobs twice since I've been on the podcast. I've changed jobs twice. I don't know that it helped. It didn't hurt. I think the big thing that it helped with was React Rally. It was really helpful to have people to ask questions about and kind of people to reach out to about speaking and things like that. It it just was really helpful. I don't think I could have. Well, I know I couldn't have done it by myself. And uh, it helped provide a network of people to help. Mm-hmm. Did did you co-found the company that you're currently at, J- Jameson? Or no, I, I think it was the third hire or something. But I'm not found anything. I, I knew you nope. were in early. I just couldn't remember. Just a lowly engineer, and that is how I like it. So, Speaking of engineers at Qualico, does anybody know any interesting tidbits about new engineers at Qualico? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> So, fun story. Remember how Jameson was late the last episode we did and I was not there? It was because Jameson and I were on the phone together. Oh, my goodness. I'm not saying that Amy is Batman. I'm just saying I've never seen Amy and Batman in the (laughs) same room at the same time. My last name is Knight. Uh, (laughs) Oh, she's the Dark Knight. I knew it. Anyway, so. So, you have an announcement? I do. So the 22nd is my first day at Quali, so I am working with Jameson now. Are you moving to Utah? Uh, Not completely. I will be there one week every month. So oh, 25% of the time I will be out there, and 75% of the time I'll be here with my husband. Hey, 25% Utah is better than 0% Utah. I agree. I am just learning that for the first time right now. That's cool. <laughs> It, it might be just the right amount of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, given yeah. the air quality this week. Yeah, as long as it's not February. Right. Hey, congratulations, Amy. That's going to be awesome. Thank you. I am yeah. very, very, very excited. So yeah, I, I'm also super excited to work with Amy. I think it'll be fun. Congratulations to Qualico, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Engineering upgrade. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately this show no, had, I, I agree. Uh, had no uh, uh, nothing to do with Amy's yeah. new job. Yeah, nothing at all. No. <laughs> so, Jameson, does that mean you have to quit? <laughs> Are you interviewing your replacement? Maybe. It depends how ruthless she is, I guess. At, <laughs> at so, so, the funny part, I think the last show I was on, I was mentioning, like, I had done the front-end master's React course the weekend before, and I mentioned that, and Jameson did a little dance. So, that was kind of funny. <laughs> um, is that all it takes to get hired at Qualico? <laughs> to mention that. Uh, yep. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good interview process. So uh, I might have to go intern over there. <laughs> That's we could, awesome. We could sneak you in. <laughs> they really do have an amazing team over there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
I'm really excited. Everyone is so, 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 so nice. Just like all the panelists here. Um, I did want to say something, though. We can get back to the job stuff, but really quickly, unrelated. This is, like, sort of semi-related. I think one of the coolest parts about being on the show for me, not just, like, networking, uh, like we're talking about jobs, but I feel like by having someone who's newer to the field on the show, after talking to my friends who are also newer, like, it's really kind of enabled, I feel like, the newer developers to feel okay asking questions because they hear me ask questions and it just kind of brings to the surface like it it puts aside like any shame that people might have in asking questions because they hear the questions here so awesome so that's (laughs) I, i think that that's one thing the show has opened my eyes to is that i think there's actually more new people than people who would consider themselves experienced like it's very much a growing industry right now yeah no i I did not mean to uh, circle us away from the the job topic, though, because I'm curious about everybody else's stories. So we should circle back. Well, I know AJ has some interesting stuff going on, and he's talked a little bit about his job move recently. You want to fill us in, AJ? I've had this idea for a long time that wouldn't it be cool if you could access all your stuff on the Internet, but instead of it being owned by somebody else's computer... It was a computer that you owned. So what we're doing at Dapply is working on both hardware and software to create a the goal. The, the target price we're trying to get at is $99. So a $99 server that you can plug hard drives into, kind of like a, as if Facebook and an iPad gave birth to a server that you plug into your home internet connection. That's kind of... I'm not quite sure how to explain it because there's nothing really to compare it to, but it's the idea of, you know, not, not just like, cause there's some other devices like this and they call themselves clouds, but they're not like the Western digital quote cloud. Like all it is is a hard drive that's connected to the internet. There's no real cloud stuff about it. Whereas what we're trying to do is take the actual infrastructure that you get in the cloud like everything from domain names, like so so you set this device up with smithfamily.com or, or whatever, and that goes to the device in your house. And then you have an application interface like an iPad where you have distinct apps that manage parts of internet stuff. And of course, some of that is just simple files and folders, but we want it to be much more than that to include uh, music radio stations and a movie theater, lots of different aspects, and even eventually be able to get into the small business and medium business where people can take uh, processing and, and have their backups distributed across offices. And, you know, like that's kind of the direction that we're going. And we want it to be very JavaScript focused so that people that are high school students, I mean, this is what I, what I want. I want high school students to be able to just like, pick up some front-end JavaScript, program against our APIs that are being built similar to that that you have with Android or iOS uh, with the you know similar permission model and, and sharing data sharing model and, and be able to create new and interesting experiences that don't have any sort of legal complications because it's something that you own in your home. So no weird privacy policy, no weird terms of service. Like it's your thing that you own that uses your internet connection. Like it's all you from end to end. So did, was that a good explanation? Yeah. I And, and mostly I, I think it's interesting that you've actually, you know, where s- some folks have moved on from one job to another, 
you know, you've moved on to, this is an idea that I have out there that I, you know, wish people had as an option and you're actually out there pursuing it. Yeah. So that's daply.com, D-A-P-L-I-E.com. There's not a lot of information on the website yet because we don't want to put out information that is confusing to the general consumer when we're not quite ready to to send that message out there. But there is a little sign-up bar where if what I described is interesting to you, you can um, put your email address in and we'll let you know as the Kickstarter and all that gets ready. Oh, cool. Well, Congratulations. Thanks. I, I want to move through everybody. Uh, Dave, did you change jobs after you joined the show? I seem nope. to remember they haven't fired have me yet. Okay. And it's, at one point, Joe, you moved from full-time work at Domo to full-time uh, Pluralsight courses. Yep. Yep. And organizing conferences. So, yeah, I made a big, huge change in my career. Went from being a development schlub to being a Pluralsight schlub. <laughs> so you're basically unemployed is what you're saying? I, mean, I kind of cool. consider myself to be unemployed. Hey, Joe, you know what the difference is between an unemployed software developer and a consultant? Mm. Business cards. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So That's true. awesome. Fun story about Pluralsight. Whenever I talk to my friends, and I'll mention like jokes, I talk to them sometimes. They're like, most of my friends are like, oh, I just watched his video on Pluralsight about testing. So. <laughs> Joe, you're definitely the celebrity star power of this show. Oh, gosh. Look at you. Everywhere you go, you're getting thronged. I thronged. Know, right? Yep. Signing people's shirts on the street. <laughs> signing people's shirts without their permission (laughs) yeah i've had a few changes here over the last year or so as well the podcast finally took over enough of my life to where i actually couldn't do the full-time contracting anymore people wanted more of my time than i could give them in a week because i was organizing and running and recording the podcasts and they would get frustrated because i'd only put in 10 hours a week and i wouldn't get as much done as they wanted so uh, things slowed way down for me last summer, and uh, I wound up doing Angular Remote Conf. There were other things that went on in my life, uh, you know, a little earlier. But anyway, that all led up to basically my house being in foreclosure at the end of the summer last summer. And Whoa. Angular Remote Conf actually made enough money to save my house. Wow. So, oh, man. Whoa, I had no idea. Yeah, a lot of people had no idea. But the the conferences really kind of changed things around for me. So I've been really uh, pushing the conferences. The podcast sponsorships have also really helped. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm not full-time consulting anymore because between the two, I actually make enough to pay my living. So I I didn't really get a new job, but the business has has taken a different turn. So Cool. Well, thanks for your sacrifice for these shows, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was pretty. I was getting pretty close to having to take a full time job to feed, just to you know keep the house. So yeah, that's, that's been a major change in your career status for sure. Yep. So Chuck, do you miss like uh, for one thing, how much Ruby contracting consulting are you doing now? So I don't do any at this point. I have a few things that I work on that are related to the shows. So mm-hmm. the devchat.tv website is mostly Rails, a little bit of Angular, and then I've got a few other tools that I've built here and there for it. Uh, those are also in Rails, but I don't do as much programming as I used to. And mm-hmm. in some ways, I miss that, and in some ways, it's kind of fun to you know challenge my brain against the business problems instead of necessarily the programming problems. Right. So it's it's kind of a weird thing uh, as far as any of that goes. You know, there are definitely parts that I miss about programming full time. I kind of went through this existential 
dilemma, right? Because I, I have five shows about programming and I don't spend as much time programming as any of the other hosts at this point. So that was a little bit frustrating and I worried a little bit about credibility. But at the same time, between the conversations I have and the preparation that I do, I am able to still contribute to the shows. And, you know, I, I do take it a, kind of as my job to make sure that the shows actually happen, which isn't programming, but is important. So right. it, it's kind of been this weird change in process and job description over the last probably uh, six to eight months. Well, you um, definitely failed on Tuesday when we tried to record this the first time. Yeah, my computer crashed. I think your computer got foreclosed on. Yeah, yeah. it did. I'll have you know, that was my birthday. We were going to record this oh. on my birthday. Oh, we can and pretend. Happy birthday, Joe. Happy Only birthday, Joe man. would sit here and guilt trip, trip <laughs> <laughs> for his computer blowing up. Chuck, FYI, I mean, geez, Chuck, no pressure. <laughs> really ruined my life. My birthday was a failure because of you. <laughs> I'll remember next year. That's funny. Poor we joke. need to do a live show when I come out there. That'd be fun. Oh my god, oh, that would be so fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Let's all go skiing together and record as we all fall. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 